This podcast is sponsored by Hibu, an award-winning e-commerce fulfillment provider, helping online businesses grow by taking care of all their order fulfillment needs, picking, packing, and posting products to customers all over the world. Fuel your growth and fulfill your ambitions with Hibu. Hello and welcome to Three Peeps in the Podcast, Robin's Review. Oh, when the Saints come to Ashton Gate unbeaten in 25 matches, City have all the answers and put three goals past them in the process. That was proper Tuesday night entertainment. Lee's three words were cutting edge found. Um, at halftime, it was a case of lacking cutting edge, but the second half proved much different as our swift and incisive counter-attacks continued and have the Saints scrambling, and this time we applied the finishes. Cornick's goal in particular was top quality from the counter-attack to the finish. Another really enjoyable game of football. I'm a huge fan of what Manning Ball has done to this team. And Matt, it's Valentine's Day today, and there's certainly a lot of love in the air for Bristol City this morning. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Good morning. Um, And as there should be, I talked about... You know, previous games, it's you know the Forest game. It's the opposition you're playing. You're talking about a side last night in Southampton that was so confident. Um, you know, come off the back of a, a fabulous five-three win, coming from behind against Huddersfield. And I'm not going to say you know we we didn't make them look ordinary. They're they're a good side, and if they'd taken their chances, that would have been different. But the way that we played and the way that we controlled the game, the game plan that Liam Manning had put in place. Um, they really struggled to kind of break us down. And I think 3-1 was probably about the right result on the balance of chances and the way that we controlled the game. And the, the difficult bit for me, Patrick, it always shows is trying to pick a man of the match and trying to pick player ratings mm-hmm. when I think there's an argument for probably five or six players to have got man of the match. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was a, an absolutely fabulous performance. Um, the best I've seen under Liam Manning. Um, and yet again afterwards he doesn't get too high doesn't get too low yeah. um, and you can see just how measured he is and measure is probably the, the the word I would use to describe the performance last night they knew what they were doing controlled the game and yeah came out deserved winners a bit like the City fans Matt we never get high, too high or too low do we? well and that, that's <laughs> the difference isn't it as a, as a fan you know I'm sure there were a few last night when Harry Cornick stuck that third one in that <laughs> felt he was the <laughs> the Messiah. So, but that's I think that's football, um, you know. Yeah. But but for Manning, I I think he's the sort of bloke you'd love to work for because mm. he he seen yeah. I mean I, I I've said it before. I genuinely feel that with the right additions, we we we've got a really really good management team that could take us to where we want to get to. Brilliant. Well, there was a debut last night. Um, we saw legacy number 1177 for Mabudi. So uh, we thought we'd have a debut on the podcast this morning. Come in, Andrew. How are you, sir? I'm very good, thanks. Yeah, that's lovely to be here. I, I just, I, it was you reading out someone else, wasn't it, at the start there, but the way you said Cornick's goal, like it was yeah. just a thing that happens all the time. That was yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it yeah, was. maybe it will now, Andrew. Maybe it will. <laughs> Our podcast guest from Sunday morning, Northern Tom, I'm certain would have been bouncing off the walls up north uh, with that one. But uh, we do our talk club check in, Andrew, every podcast. Just wondered how you're feeling out of 10 today. Well, I would say a pretty solid eight, to be honest with you. Um, watched the game last night, as you say, wonderful performance. 
Um, lovely atmosphere down there at the gate under the lights. I mean, that was special, wasn't it? And then got in the car, drove down to Devon. I've got a few days off. Woke up this morning. It's Valentine's Day. I'm on my own, but, you know, I won't <laughs> be later, so that's fine. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. And to be honest, I was going to say, if... I was any more laid back. I'd grow a moustache and put a number nine on my back. <laughs> well, there's still time yet in the day, so uh, yeah, maybe you maybe you will. Uh, Matt, how about yourself? Yeah, I'm probably good eight as well, mate. Um, okay, you, know, you can't struggle not to be really after a performance like that. And as we say, we know how much the football affects our <laughs> our kind of mental health. So yeah, now I'm a good eight. I think I would be a nine if it was a Friday night game under the lights, and we've still got the whole weekend ahead of us. But it is hump day after all. Um, so yeah, I've, I've, I've tapered that down to an eight. Is that a Valentine's reference? <laughs> what is hump day? <laughs> hump day? <laughs> Haven't you ever heard that term? I've Wednesday? never heard of hump day. The middle of the week, isn't it? No, so I've, it's like the going I, over the I, hump. I have never, ever heard oh of that. Oh my God. Uh, you must be alone. Andrew, have you heard the term hump day before? I, I totally have heard the word hump day. Right, yes, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know right. what humping is in a Valentine's day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's not get coarse. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, Sorry, my fault. <laughs> right, uh, we had, there was a tweet from Tom. I, I, we'll talk about Northern Tom or, or podcast, I'm sure. You're going to love this. Uh, his tweet was, that wasn't a fluke either. The players talk about Manning staying up till 3 a.m., clipping and analysing games, playing like a team, playing against a team like Southampton who play good football. It's probably easier for Liam Manning to do this than, say, a QPR. So a big game coming up on Saturday. And Matt, that's the key point, isn't it? Is we can play against teams like Southampton, West Ham, Nottingham Forest, etc., with the exception of Leeds, maybe. But um it's when we go to, to play against teams down the bottom end of the table that we seem to struggle to to take them down. I think teams that set up in that low blocking don't come out to to kind of necessarily play football. Um you know that's that's the one thing with Southampton they're they're a football inside as are you know the likes that have you said West Ham, um, Nottingham Forest, so yeah, it's it's a, a conundrum that that Liam Manning needs to solve because, you know, when we play Preston Mill or potentially QPR, we've struggled to break them down. So, but I, I, I do also think it's about your opportunities, and if you take them, then things change it so quickly. So, you know, if we score early on Saturday, then who knows? But yeah, it's um it's the conundrum that Liam Manning needs to solve at the moment. Yeah, just whilst we're on Saturday, if everyone can be in their seats at two forty-five onwards, really appreciate that. Just to welcome back that team that that beat Leeds United back fifty years ago, and that was after twenty-nine games unbeaten. So uh, shades there of uh, the twenty-five game unbeaten Southampton, slightly different. You know, Leeds were like the Man City of that time. So uh, that that fantastic achievement will be marked on on Saturday. Um, so let's have a look at the starting lineup uh, last night then. So we had O'Leary, Tanner, Viner, Dickie, Roberts, no campering. Uh, we could see, and we spoke about it on the weekend that he picked up that knock, hopefully not too serious up at Middlesbrough. Then James and Williams, Knight, Bell, Mametti, and Conway. Um, We've given up sort of saying what the formation may or may not be, Andrew, but it was 4-2-3-1 at times, and then it was three at the back with whoever was attacking, whether it was Roberts on one side um, or Tanner on the other, that they would shift across and create that back three. Your thoughts on that starting lineup and also the way we've been playing with that formation? Yeah, it's um, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because I, I, 
I looked at the team beforehand and I would say I wasn't filled with confidence without Campering. Um, I like them both a lot, but having James and Williams in the middle hasn't necessarily always been that effective. And I was hoping to see Scott Twine come back, to be honest. But maybe we'll come to that later because maybe he's the answer on Saturdays against a team that's sitting back a bit more. But I was thinking, as I said to you before we started recording, I was thinking more is probably going to be a 2-1 loss. Maybe we'll get one and then they'll, you know, come out of the shells and pin us back a bit. But it didn't turn out like that at all. And there was times actually when they had the ball, because I sit up in the upper lands down with my daughter and you know, you get quite a good view of formations mm -hmm. from up there. But there was definitely times where it was almost 4-2-4 when they had the ball because we were pushing yeah. forward and pressing on both wings. And then you've got um, James and Williams in the middle. And it just looked at times to me like if Southampton were um, not misplacing the passes <laughs> that, they, that they did quite a lot at the start, then they could yeah. have picked out some balls in those gaps, but they didn't. And maybe that's down to our press. Maybe it's down to um, them not being quite up to it last night. Yeah, interesting. Interesting stuff. Uh, on the bench, Matt Bajic, Knight LaBelle, McCrory, King, Gardner Hickman, Mabudi, Cornick, Wells, and a return uh, for Sykes, which was great to see. Yeah, um, we kind of weren't sure, really, because I'm not seeing him in the under-21s. Um, and obviously thoughts go out to Rob Atkinson who, who got injured yesterday and looks like he's a, a fairly bad hamstring injury. So I think that may, may be the end of his season on that basis. Um, but great to see Sykesy back. Um, and it just, and as the game sort of panned out, it shows the strength when now getting back on the bench can make an impact when they come on late in the game, as opposed to, for want of a better phrase, kind of fillers that, you know, you're, you're kind of putting a body on there that isn't necessarily going to change anything. So, no, it's good to see. I mean, I, I'm, I'm like like Andrew. I was worried about the Williams and James combo in midfield. Both have been very good individually, but I don't think as a pair it's necessarily worked. Um, so that was my kind of a little bit of a, a call out. I understand as well that Cornick was um, not very well or, or had been unwell. Hence the reason why potentially he was on the bench having put in such a good performance at Middlesbrough. So um, that may have come into play as well. But, you know, as I say, you understand after playing games every three point whatever days it is, we are going to have to rotate. And especially in those key areas in the middle of the pitch. So, um, you know, expected changes and it was how it would pan out. Okay. Brilliant stuff. Right. Let's get into the minutes as coined by Adam Gould. Second minute, Sam Bell chance after a feed from Jason Knight. The through ball was on, but Sam received the ball wide on the left. He cuts inside and shoots, but his shot is blocked. Andrew, it, uh, it's been a bit frustrating at times for Sam Bell. We'll come on to what happened in the second half, but uh, that was the first of a couple of chances for Sam. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a lovely little player i do love sam and i love the smile on his face which was lovely to see later but it's, it's i had a a chance encounter on gloucester road once with um nigel pearson am i allowed to say that i don't know but, yeah you can say whatever yeah. you like okay thanks so um and we had a bit of a chat on uh, the gloucester road there it's much nicer to the fans than he is to the press isn't it? But, um <laughs> I, I was it was just as Sam was breaking into the team, and I said to, to Nigel then, I, he looks like a kind of player. If he gets in the team and scores, 
he's going to go on a run. And that following Saturday was Swansea away. So that kind of happened. And you feel like it is the last three games, he's got the chances, right? He's got into those those occasions to get the chances and it hasn't quite come for him. But you know he's got the ability to do that. He can score tap-ins. He can score from the edge of the area. And, you know, that West Brom game in the FA Cup, when he's got, I think it was two then, wasn't it? But, or maybe was it just one or two? But um, he's got the finishing ability. He's got the the pace and he's got the smile. And it looks like Liam Manning start and the other coaches have started to build his game a bit more. Hopefully he'll kick on from it. Yeah, no, he did get two in that game at uh, home to West Brom in the FA Cup mm-hmm. back in January um, of last year. But uh, Liam, Liam Manning talked about afterwards as well in his post-match about how improved the improvement that Sam's making, especially over the last three games. So, yeah. Yeah, he. I think he, he will thrive off a bit of confidence and... And uh, after taking that that dent against Forest, he he hopefully will now come back stronger, and that this will be the yeah. start, as you say, Andrew, of a of a run of goals. So we shall see. Um, Matt, sixth minute chance for Tanner from fairly close range after neat build up involving several players. It started with another marauding run from Dickey, good off the ball running from from Tommy Conway, and the City players all seem to be working hard for each other at this point in the sixth minute. I th- yeah, I thought thought throughout the game, the press, um, again, Andrew's point around Southampton, there was a lot of misplaced passes, but I do think it was because of how much pressure we were putting them under. Um, their keeper took a really, really high line as well. Um, yeah. so, you know, At one point, it, he was up, you know, on the centre circle. I mean, very much sort of, um, yeah, a Nana-esque, wouldn't it? But, What's his name? I don't know. Oh, Nana. What if, yeah, <laughs> Man United keepers. Name's completely gone out of my head. It is yeah. a nana, isn't it? Yeah, I was just Thank yeah, I was just doing the Rihanna. Ah, right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, very good. Yeah. It's still too early, Patch. Um, but yeah, I thought that that particular move, um, because of being in the south stand, I wasn't sure who it was that it had fallen to. Um, and then you could see the disappointment on George's face, and he, and he almost then got caught a little bit because he was still disappointed in the area, and then realised that he needed to chase back. So right, it came it came to him quite high, so he couldn't yeah, quite get it, the right technique to dip it, it down it low enough. Needed a, a scissor power. kick, Pelly-esque, didn't it, to try and get something out of it? But yeah, it was if, great, if, George. If you're listening, if you can work on that. Yeah, uh, technique could, and training yeah. for the uh, scissor kick to Canio. But what what I would say, Patch, is that it was a, it was a flowing move, and for George Tanner to be in the box, something that we've been talking about as well. Yeah, that showed a difference as well for me last night. I think um, you said it, Andy. If he can add that to his game, that sort of attacking sense as well. But again, he was outstanding last night. He got switched to the left back. Um, I'll I'll say it again. I don't think there are many if any better one-on-one defenders than George Tanner at this moment in time um, and he's up against that Walker Peters is a hell of a player yeah. when he sort of switched and on, on the other side as well the, the lad up front was the awkward so yeah no it was as you say really difficult chance but great to see him in there next 10 minutes Andrew so 17th minute Southampton are growing into the game now and they do graze the crossbar through a dozy after a fast-paced attack kicked off by Kyle Walker-Peters. Mm, yeah, no, that was a, it would have been 
a little too beautiful for me if that had gone in because it was a it was a lovely touch wasn't it and it just sort of floated under the bar mm. i think every you know he's called a dozy and it looked like everyone was having a little doze watching it onto the onto the bar weren't they but it was yeah an early scare after some good early press and they've got players in that team who could you know do something at any given moment can't they they've got they watching them from up there there's this thing that they did a few times which as a footballer I've never managed to do which was allow the ball to do the work so there's mm. a lot of kind of shimmying and getting past players by just you know dummying and stuff and they've got ability in that team which is why they've been on a 25 game unbeaten run absolutely yeah all capable of um of changing games yeah um Matt 19th minute City winner throw in after a good bit of build-up play uh over on the the Lansdowne stand side and it was a, a throw-in after a, it was a decent George Santa cross that came from it, actually, which uh, which wasn't capitalised on. Roberts takes a throw-in, Knight spins and hits one right-footed but wide. And that's a that's a favourite old technique of mine was to receive a throw-in and just turn and spin and hit it left-footed. But uh, Jason Knight doesn't hit the target, whereas obviously I would. Yeah, I mean, dis- disappointed from Knighty there, knowing that, that Warner would have finished that one off. So... Um... <laughs> But again, a good good move. And interesting listening to Liam Manning sort of last week talking about how they were working on throwings for a period of time and something I've been critical of. And there has definitely been an improvement on that of late. So again, it goes back to, to what's different now is the coaching that they're getting and the way that Liam Manning looks at things in the same with, with, with hockey as well. Um, you can see improvements all over the pitch. Um, it was really interesting. There's a, a guy, John, who sits in front of me um, and has done for years. And he kept going on about Southampton and how boring he thought they were. And the fact that how slow they were in the build-up. And is that all they could do? And I was just laughing at him going, oh, John, I'd love to watch this week in, week out, a side that technically is so good. The one thing I will say, um, is it Smallbone, the, the guy in midfield for them, um, the bold-headed guy? I thought he was outstanding. His positioning, he just seemed to find space all over the pitch. And it was just from a a simple touch. He's gone again and then he's receiving it. And he was constantly on the move, which meant that we were having to be sort of, you know, our concentration levels last night were absolutely superb. But yeah, I thought thought he was incredible. 23rd minute, Andrew. Robert shows great anticipation, latching on to a misplaced... Uh, clearance and he gets to the byline pulls it back his target is James but Knight intercepts it and shinks inside and and loses out Uh, then Mimetti carries it forward and shoots but at the keeper with power really good stuff from City in the 23rd minute and and that pullback in particular from Roberts if if um if Knight just does a little uh, dummy there it's uh it's an opportunity for James to have a shot yeah, it wasn't the best pullback of the night, was it? But it is nice to see that happening. It's nice to see them getting to the edge of the box, getting into those uh, further positions down the line and then looking up and seeing where the ball should go rather than just hitting it. Um, and I think Liam Manning talked about that in his post-match conference as well, in his well, interview where he was talking about you know the decisions around the, in and around the box. And that was different yesterday. That was definitely different. Yeah, and Matt, the, the effort from Mimetti as well, we, we we know he's capable of, of taking a shot and this one had power but just was at the keeper. Yeah, it needed to be anywhere else really, didn't it? Um 
I, I do think one of, of Anis's things is going to be around decision-making and sometimes there is a slightly better option. Um, but last night I thought he'd had possibly his best game in the City shirt. Um, I thought defensively he was sound um, and going forward he caused all sorts of problems. So, yeah, I don't, you know, I'm not going to be critical of him for taking a shot there. It was just too central, wasn't it? Probably okay. got too good a connection with it, really. Yeah, yeah. 29th minute, Andrew. Sam Bell, again, having a chance to take a shot. Shoots wide from a really good position, just on the left of the sort of the six-yard box um, after a decent cross from Tanner. So once again, Tanner getting forward, causing problems, and uh, Sam Bell rattles the side netting. A few people yeah. thought that one was in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was on the right side to see that it hadn't gone in, actually. But yeah, yeah. it was... Um, you could see what he's going for. That near post was open. It's a it's, a, it's an odd place to shoot, right? But if it works, it works. Um, I, and George Tanner getting forward is, I don't know. I feel like he's been wanting to do that and hasn't had the the ability, the chance to do it really, because he's the players ahead of him haven't given him the opportunities. Um, and there was a moment towards the end of the, oh, I'll do that later. But um, yeah, I don't know. It it felt a little bit like some might have lost uh, his confidence a bit there, but he certainly didn't. Yeah. 33rd minute, Matt Viner, in the space of one minute, has made three important blocks. One after a Tanner slip over in section 82, and then two from shots from Armstrong. So we know Zach Viner is going to put his his body on the line for us, but all three in the space of a minute was particularly special. Yeah, it was. Um and I again talked about the concentration, especially for Rob Dickey and, and Zach at the back there. Um, I thought both of them last night were again, I keep I'm boring myself with it, but they were superb. Um, and Zach a couple of times he's a little bit wayward with his passing again. Um, and the chance that hit the bar came from a clearance from him or a, a block as it came in, where he kind of it was his studs that, that cleared it as opposed to getting a good boot on it, but um the movement of Armstrong. I mean, Armstrong's such a good player. And so they're constantly having to talk to each other. And it's it's a really, really strong partnership. You know, I'm gutted that Rob Atkinson is is now going to be out. Um, but he's, he's not going to get in the team over these two anyway at the moment. They, they are playing at the top of their game. Yeah, 37th minute, a lovely ball and vision from Knight. And Mametti is almost in, but the keeper is out quickly to block. So that was a really good move, Andrew. And I think Mametti, if he's a, a, a split second quicker to toe poke that goal, that ball round the keeper, he's away and he's only just got sort of 25 yards to run and tap the ball into the net. Yeah, or the keeper brings him down, right? Or that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, you say the keeper was quick to get out there, but wasn't he already out there? I mean, he was holding. Yeah, he probably was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I. It was. Uh, it was a great chance. Uh, slightly reminiscent of Sam's against uh, Forest, actually. But it was. Um, was it against Forest? Sorry, not it's a bit snoozy in this time in the morning. But yeah, I. I think. If I don't know, I probably would have dinked it over the keeper because then he's only got his hands to put on it, right? Rather than put it round him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those ones, Matt, we spoke about this at the weekend with Sam Bell's decision making for that that almost third goal, the opportunity after the two goals. Um, and this time it's Mametti with the furthest player forward. Yeah, I just, I think, again, the high line that, um, that the keeper had taken, maybe a, a slightly stronger physical player might have been able to challenge it and the ball might have broke for him, but... Um, you know, I'll credit the keeper there as opposed to to, to Anis. Mm. 
um, he did but well. There's the vision kind of from there. from Knight to spot the run yeah, and yeah. give the ball at the right time, which I exactly. really like. Yeah, exactly. No, it was a, it was a, another good move in. You kind of worried. I mean, um, you know, we we were there at St Mary's. Um, I know you were prawn mm. sandwiching that night, but um, what me from, from the from the, the point of view of the games were very similar. You know, we had really good chances down there. It was a really even sort of affair, both playing really good football. And you did kind of wonder if we don't take a chance here, is it going to come back and bite us a little bit? So it was another mm. moment where, but again, just a, a game that you just enjoyed because of the, the both sides trying to play football. That was an interesting thing you just said there, Matt, about our mindset as fans in yeah. the first sort of six minutes, just going back through. So yeah, first, first six minutes, we had those two chances and then there was that sort of Southampton attack for the next 10, 15 minutes. And you just thought, right, well, we've had our two chances of the game. Um, but yeah, hopefully that mindset of, of the Bristol City fan will will be on the turn because obviously we know what is to come. Yeah. Um, 42nd minute, Max saves really well with his knees. Zach clears the ball and Knight does well to get away from two men. And then Mimetti is in again and shoots, but is deflected into the side net in another Goal half celebrated, Andrew, by some of the crowd. Um, the Dolman side can probably see it's not in, and I didn't I didn't celebrate that one either over in the Lansdowne, but I uh, don't know if you did. But Max O'Leary, again, in the right place to save and uh, set, up a, set up an attack. Yeah, it, I, Max is a really interesting one because you've been, I've been listening to this podcast for a while, right? And it, it was not too long ago when you were talking about him not making great saves on the world know, making, is, yeah. yeah not making and, the world is yeah he was yeah, yeah. and uh, it, it seems to me like he's improved he's uh he's he's grown into the position and you know there was a moment yesterday when the the, the fans were all singing his name and then he promptly put the ball into the yeah that was brilliant dome. wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> that was absolutely brilliant yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but which you know confidence can go too far right but this yeah. um but yeah it's um it's lovely to see that younger goalkeeper performing with that level of confidence yeah absolutely have you got a scuff scratch or dent on your vehicle dent magic can fix them all if you need the magic touch for your vehicle visit www.dentmagic.net to get your quick quote online today right the halftime summary sponsored by our bespoke quizzes check them out on facebook Holding a decent side at bay and posing some threat of our own. The press is good and has had them rattled at times. Just missing some final incisiveness, if being ultra critical, but it's been good. 16 minutes, maybe freshen up with Cornick and Mabudi for Bell and Mametti, question mark. Williams been my man of the match so far, closely followed by Knight and both of our centre-halves. City just lacking conviction in the first half, Matt. It was that um, old adage of... Um, what was these three words? Cutting edge found. Well, it was lacking cutting edge first half. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it, moments, you know, we, we we had a number of really good, um, what was it Lee Johnson used to say, box entries, um, number of really good box entries and opportunities, and we just couldn't find the right shot um, or, you know, the, the, the keeper, the defender made, made the, the block or the save. So, mm. but I didn't feel, it felt like a game we were well in as opposed to when you go back to Leeds, and this is why I think Leeds will end up finishing second. I think Leeds have got a bit of nastiness to them as well when it counts. Um, and for me, still still the best side that I've seen. So yeah. um, 
it'll be interesting to see what happens because Southampton have done so well. You know, to go 25 games unbeaten, mm. not be beaten since September, it'll be interesting to see how they, they react now on the back of that because Ipswich have gone really well. They took a defeat and then they've struggled since that. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. But no, it was it was a really good first half. Great to see them applauded off um, and fans appreciating the efforts that had gone in. What was really weird for me, Andrew, and I don't know the exact number, but the statistics and possession at half time, it was like 29% Bristol City, mm-hmm. uh, which I just couldn't believe because we had so so much of the ball. Yeah. Well, they, we sort of did, didn't we? In the, we were controlling it, but we didn't actually have it. So we were sort of, we were pressing them to the point where it almost felt like we were in control of the game, mm. but they actually had the ball. And I think that's where that statistic yeah. weirdness comes from. Yeah, it just was uh, hard to. I I could I could understand sixty forty maybe, but yeah. under thirty was um was a little bit crazy. But there we are. Mm-hmm. Um, right, forty sixth minute and Southampton come out strong and almost slide one in, but the Southampton player collides with the post. Um, and uh, yeah, instead of the uh, getting the ball after that pass, it was Roberts to Dicky going astray. Um, the the pass and that led to the chance and it was a, a slide in and just missed out but uh, could have been a different conversation Matt had that one had gone in yeah I mean Roberts you kind of thought it, it was a misplaced pass in the first instance and I think Dickie thought Zach was closer to him so kind of let it go and then realised God Armstrong's in I expected Armstrong to take it on himself because he's he's a striker that kind of does tend to shoot from anywhere but doesn't, and then rolls it rolls it across. I can't think who it was that had the shot, um, but the guy coming in, sliding in, and, and when, when you watch it back, he really sort of slides into the post, and, you, you know, yeah. thankful it wasn't a, a serious injury. But, yeah, it was one we got away with there. Yeah, I'm just trying to see if, it's, um, if it says in the commentary who collides. Uh, the attempt missed from a dozy left-footed shot from the left side of the six-yard box is close, but misses to the right. Um, assisted by Armstrong. So, yeah, maybe it was a doozy that collided with the post. Um, 51st minute, Tanner throws to Mametti, who shows a little bit of trickery, plays a 1-2 with Tanner, which actually turns out it wasn't Tanner. It was the touch from the defender that gave it back to Mametti. He fires the ball across goal, and Sam Bell is well-placed to get in front of his defender and put it into the net from about three yards out. It's 1-0 City. Closer inspection. It looked like it was offside, Andrew, but... We're not going to worry about that in the championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the linesman wasn't that good on offside. I didn't think it was like, but the, I I don't know why he wasn't offside. What did it come off the defender? Because it really looked like it. So do you mean the the ball from Mametti? The, so that's yeah. the one two. Yeah, the one the one two was the defender. The one yeah. two was the defender. So okay. Mametti was definitely onside, and yeah. then I think he kind of rolls it across and I, and then the defenders behind Sam Bell. So, so this is interesting I because I is. I didn't see the replay that showed the defender passing it back to Mimetti yeah. until this morning. So my yeah. notes were it was offside. We got yeah. lucky. But fair I mean fair what play to the linesman then. Yeah. Um or if he didn't spot that it wasn't Tanner giving it back and it was ruled offside, then it would have been incorrect, obviously. So Yeah. Yeah. He got it. Yeah. He got it right, and we're one 0 up. But Sam Bell, so pleased for him, Andrew, to to get the goal. Yeah, no, it's a lovely thing. I see. The, you say the defender was just be in front of him or behind him. He was actually attached to him for most of the And Sam did really well to keep his foot back there with the ball coming in because it was slightly behind him, and Sam mm. did really well to keep his foot in the position it needed it to be whilst under pressure from the uh, from the defender. And yeah, it's a striker's finish, isn't it? 
Yeah, and Matt, an assist for Mometi, who's who deserved it last night. Uh, and it was one of those ones where he's put it across with purpose and pace. And as you know, the Irish striker's just got to get something on it to turn it in. Well, you say that. Let's go back a week. Well, yeah, Nicky <laughs> Wells didn't really get enough on it, did he? Yeah, let's go back a week. But um, no, it's a great move from, from Anis. Um, yes, we got fortunate, as you said there, in terms of the decision not, you know, was the right one, but whether he could have spotted it. And But for, for Sam Bell, you know, you can't get anything easier there, really, can you? So for him to get that goal was was great for him. And then to, to slide over to Section 82 yeah. um, and celebrate was brilliant. Great to see the reaction. And, and it's something I've, I've talked about a, a few times. This squad of players, I think, is very akin to what we had with Steve Cottrell's squad of players. They all seem to get on. They all seem to appreciate each other. And that gets kind of shown even more later on in the game. So... Great to see Sam Bell score after, um, you know, obviously what was a tough night last week. So, yeah, great for him. Yeah, it was that celebration with Tommy Conway um, down in front of sex, uh, Section 82, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. That I particularly liked, as we know, uh, they've sort of come through come through together. Um, right, 54th minute, Max saves from Kyle Walker-Peters at the back post and then just holds on to one from it going out for a corner on the rebound, Andrew. So, um, yeah, two two bits from Max to get involved in there. And I think he just kept that one uh, out of being a corner as well. Yeah, apparently. It was a long way for me. I couldn't see whether it went down. <laughs> didn't have a suspicion it might have done, but, you know, there we go. Oh, he did right in front of the Southampton fans. I'm sure they would have uh, <laughs> lambasted people. But, if. The... Yeah, I dare say, yeah. No, he did, as I say, you know, he looks confident. He looks like a goalkeeper who is happy to be to be where he is in the same way that those forwards were you know in control on the edge of the area the midfielders will come to this <clears throat> in a bit but I suppose we've just talked about the um the one where Mameti went through and Knight picked that ball through the, you know all throughout the team there's players making the right decisions last mm-hmm. night yeah no absolutely and um just going back to Max there was that one wayward pass which was right on time but mm. the distribution was was much better last night even with his hands as well I think he can throw the ball almost as far as he can kick it and he he, he launched one out to the to the right hand side and it was pinpoint accuracy to um I think it was George Tanner maybe on the on the right hand side it might even be when McCrory came on but that one stuck in the mind yep 63rd minute, Jason Knight off, Taylor Gardner-Hickman on, and Sam Bell off, and Harry Cornick on, Matt. So we saw those changes come in the 63rd minute. Uh, your thoughts on on that at 1-0? Um, I, I worried a little bit with um, the, the press that Knight was putting in, that would we still see that same kind of endeavour um, as it was we did? But again, with the small squad that we've got, and the amount of effort they're putting in, he's got to make the changes. And he, he likes to make it in and around the 60 minutes, doesn't he? So, um, yeah, I, I wasn't surprised at the changes. And good yeah. to see Cornet getting on. Okay, 64th minute. Williams' right foot in-swinger from the left is exactly what we needed from that free kick. But no one got a touch on that one, Andrew. Uh, then Viner was booked straight after that, um, which I thought was a bit harsh. But that, that in-swinging free kick is something that we keep saying if you swing it in and get it on target, it can always drift in at the far post. Well, mm. unfortunately it didn't, but there was about three or four city players there that just failed to get on the end of it. 
Yeah, it looked like a line of them, didn't it? Just all like one after the other didn't quite get there. But I was <laughs> yeah. a bit, oh, I was, you know. As you have form, it, you have it. No, you have yeah, it, you yeah. have it. For, former striker myself, I'm, I'm sure there's lots of us in the crowd who sort of up, up on your feet and heading it in as, you do, <laughs> as you're watching it. But yeah, I don't know. It, it's a lovely thing to see the balls going into the area because I, I think that was one of the, my disappointments with the not seeing Twine in the in the starting lineup. It was like, okay, so the free kicks and corners aren't going to be quite as good as they could be. Mm. But they were. But Joe Williams took most of them from, from memory and... He had that whip that we that we've seen from from Scott Twine, and I can't recall Matt. I don't know if you you can. Joe Williams hasn't taken that many set pieces in the past. Um, it's been Matty James or yeah, main, main, mainly James. I think I think of James. late of late he has. Um, he's taken okay. a few corners. He did it West Brom. He he basically said to Anis at West Brom, not West Brom, sorry, not as Forest. I'm having this. Um, leave it to me, kind of scenario. So yeah, um, okay. and we know he's got it in his locker. Absolutely, absolutely. Right, seventy first minute. It's another great corner delivery from Joe Williams, and Dicky rises highest at the back to head goalward, and Southampton defender on the line can't keep it out, and it's two nil City, Matt. Great header. Um, one of those, and it was at my end, so I'm, you know, yeah, I should know that it's gone in, but because of it's kind of a bit of a floating header and goes yeah. across and you see the defender on the line and you're thinking, oh, has he cleared it? <laughs> and then obviously you see it sort of hit, hit the back of the net. Brilliant. Great delivery. Deserving for Rob Dickey with his performance last night. And, you know, if, if the season stops today, Rob Dickey is my player of the year. And that's that's a tough decision because you've got the likes of Knight who's been brilliant as well. Mm. Um, but I think Rob Dickey, what a, what a signing he's proven to be, hasn't he? Absolutely, um, and great to see him score. Yeah, yeah. No, it was uh, it was all a little bit like slow motion, Andrew. Wasn't it was it? That, yeah. that, that goal going in. Yeah, no. It's from where I'm sitting. I'm looking down, sort of through the back of Dickey's head into the goal, <laughs> and it it seemed like I don't know what happened to the keeper. It's sort of been pulled too far towards where Dickey was when he sort of followed the ball too far so it opened up the goal and it looked like there was a gaping you yeah. know a yawning space yeah. for him to not for someone to nod it in and then I saw it was Rob Dickey and he seemed to have you know as he does sometimes head and shoulders above everybody else mm. and yeah you just knew it was going in well I uh, Matt didn't but I knew it was going in from <laughs> the moment left his head yeah yeah uh, brilliant speed two nil up with 20 minutes to go you start to then believe but you know that it's never over until the whistle goes. 75th minute, Roberts off, McCrory on, and Conway off, Wells on. And Matt, um, Matt Roberts, uh, <laughs> Hayden Roberts, Matt, uh, he put in a hell of a shift last night after not not playing a lot of football, and we'll come obviously come on to the ratings later, but I think he got the biggest reception in terms of when he came off. Again, you know, I, I talked about, um, man of the match. I've, I've seen numerous people talking about Hayden Roberts being man of the match. Um, he I just thought, did everything that was asked of him, didn't he? Yeah, he, he he's very different to Cam. Um, he's not so physical, and um, you know, it, I think probably the way Cam's, that he becomes quite ruthless, isn't he? Yeah, his... exactly. And and he kind of bombs Cam, and yeah. then he's having to race back. Whereas Hayden's a little bit more settled in, probably doesn't 
bomb forward too much and then he's not caught out at the back. Not not necessarily the cam's caught out, but he's having to put in, you know, strong tackles. But I thought it was a really composed, go back to that word, measured performance from Roberts and now shows that we've got that option. You know, there's times where campering is knackered during a game and we've had no option, whereas now you've now got that option. Yeah. 82nd minute, TGH sets McCrory away down the right-hand side. And McCrory is so well-placed, and it's obviously Southampton coming forward to try and get a goal. But he's got space to run into, and you could just see that that was the opportunity. He doesn't really have to sprint. He takes his time, takes the ball on, pulls out, pulls it back. And, and the, the, the difference is that McCrory has found Harry Cornick's run beautifully, when so often in the past we've seen the ball just lashed into where people should be. McCrory has measured that pass and a fantastic finish, Andrew, from Harry Cornick for 3 0. Yeah, yeah. The famous words, a fantastic finish from Harry Cornick, yeah. uh, which is something we're going to say every week from now on. I Absolutely. Think. Yeah, he, he stroked it in, didn't he? He just mm. sort of, yeah, it, it's the perfect ball in for an on rushing striker. Like, it's exactly what you want. And you say McCrory was, had time and sort of took his time. I think he was looking up and he could see. Cornick coming and he had to take his time to uh, yeah. to, to do that um, I think Harry in his post-match interview said that Naki Wells pulled the defender yeah. forward, I don't know if Naki Wells is doing that, I think he probably wants the ball right but, <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> but yeah it was a, it was a lovely um, moment to see the team working like that really the TGH pausing till he's the last moment to release McCrory, then McCrory's through. As you say, he's got time. He's got time to look up, and he is a. He looks like a, a cultured footballer with a, a certain amount of brawn about him as well. Yeah, yeah. Matt, your thoughts thought, on that? Thought it was a brilliant move, Patch. I mean, his physicality to win the first challenge and then to then sort of stride on. Um, and if you watch it, um, Cornick is showing where he wants the ball. And McCrory plays just the perfect ball for him. And to be at the South Stand end and see Cornick smash it in like he did, to go 3-0 and then even I'm thinking game one. Mm. Um, and then Cornick runs off, gives it a little sort of moustache celebration, um, which he's then subsequently talks about. But great, great finish. And de- deserving for Harry Cornick over his last couple of performances. Um and I, I will give a shout out to, to Adam Gould, who um, <laughs> isn't necessarily Harry's biggest fan, but you know credit where credit was due. He did a little video last night um, yeah. celebrating the goal, the Cornet goal. Um, that nah, was great to see, mate, and and yeah, deserving, and deserving of the second half performance to go three nil up. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And at that point, in the eighty second minute, you dare to dream that it's a win. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we're not quite changed our mindset yet on the possibility of a of a, particularly with Southampton after their their comeback on the weekend. Uh, Eighty six minute, it's uh, Deary Mabudi coming on for his debut, which was great to see. As I said already, that makes him one one seven seven on the legacy numbers. He replaces Mametti, who's put in a good shift, and we saw a a few touches from um, Mabudi, so we can see what we're going to get. I think there was one moment where he pulled away from the defender and gets pulled down. Um, so, yeah, that that pace, like with McCrory, that will only come through more and more game time. Um, 
No clean sheet, though, which was a bit of a, a, a Debbie Downer, Andrew, on that one. Uh, penalty to Southampton. It was it was Harry Cornick swiping to clear, but took out the man. Um, and, yeah, really coolly finished by Armstrong. Yeah, I, it, just to go on Harry Cornick a moment, because the moustache has sort of revealed something to me which I hadn't quite seen before, which is a sort of a Ted Lasso vibe about him. Okay, well, sort yeah. Of, He's got this sort of see that yeah. doesn't quite look like he fits in football, but somehow it works. <laughs> and uh, and uh, but that was one of those moments where it didn't work for him. You know, he's, I don't know quite what he was trying to do. I don't know if he just hadn't seen. He was trying to clear and he hadn't seen the player coming through. I don't know what happened, but yeah, it was an, it was a disappointing moment. It would have been lovely to get the clean sheet. Who knows? I just on slightly going back because there was a few occasions where we had players pulled down for what I would call a cynical foul. Right. And they, wouldn't, they didn't even get a yellow card, let alone a blue one. Yeah. Oh, a blue one. Blimey. Yeah. Well, is that coming in? Is that being confirmed as coming in next season or whenever? Or I just I think it's they're talking about trialing it, aren't they? But if yeah. if they're not getting a yellow card for those sorts of fouls that Southampton were doing, it's not going to clear anything up, is it? Mm. Okay. Right. That took us to the end of the game. We saw the Liam Manning three punches over to the south stand uh sorry to the section 82 and south stand but um great to see fantastic win and yeah it was three points off the back of three points up at middlesbrough matt yeah um and <laughs> if we probably said at the start of the week you know you'll, you'll take two points a draw away at middlesbrough and a draw against southampton we probably would have all said yeah um but to get <laughs> two wins out of it um just shows for me, it shows where we can get to. Um, you know, we've we've gone toe to toe with one of the best three or four teams in the league, um, and so yeah, it's um, it all it all bodes well for me. And with returning players as well, Twine is going to make a big difference for us with the way we want to play. Um, yeah, it's, it was a great result. Great result. So the table looks like this: City in eleventh on forty-four points, plus two goal difference now. Played. 32, as I said, won 12, drawn 8 and lost 12. Uh, and that uh, goes up to the Norwich are in the sixth place at the moment on 48. So four points off the playoffs, but a few teams above us still yet to have um, that 32nd game. So, yeah, as I said at the start, not getting carried away, keep picking up points. All we want, and we say this all the time, Andrew, all we want is to see those effort levels, excitement, and performances, you know, like last night, to give us that bit of hope for the future. Yeah, yeah, no, I, you know, I love this team, you know, this team of players, I think it is a team. And I, I think yeah. that the way that this coaching setups looks like they've got them playing is, is a joy to watch. You know, it was criticisms of it being a, a little slow earlier in, in the rain, and at times it will be that, because that's what you need in those matches, but that adding that um, cutting edge around the box, those moments of looking up and finding the pass, finding the man in the right position to stroke at home and then stroke his moustache is what it's all about for me. Absolutely. Right, Matt, um, predictions and ratings and everything yeah. else? So prediction-wise, we've done, unsurprisingly, there were a couple of tens in there, Mark Scammell and Timo. <laughs> Um, and Adam White a 9.99, Shahan a 9.30. Um, and the lowest figure we had was from John Russ, a 7.14. 
Um, I will call out Ingi as well, um, who said nothing, anything less than a 10 for Dickie is scandalous. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, spoiler alert, Ingi, it isn't a 10. The clean sheet would have yeah. taken the shine off of that. And I think, yeah, probably need, yeah. need another goal as well for a 10. So you'll, you'll have to keep me honest because... Um, <laughs> I've been trying to do it as we've been speaking as well. So I think the only two subs that, that um, qualified were, were Taylor and um, Cornick. McCornick, uh, Cornick, sorry, yeah. Um, so, you know, there were there were good performances from Ross, but yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't score with the way that we do it. Um, okay, so Max, um, I've gone seven. I thought he did everything he had to do last night. As you say, Patch, apart from that one moment, his distribution. Um, but he made, again, a couple of key saves when it, it mattered. Couldn't, you know, the pe- penalty, you can't can't blame a keeper when it comes to a penalty. So I know he didn't get the clean sheet. But yeah, I've gone seven for Max. Um, George Tanner, I, I, in fact, I'll do, um, from a, a, a back line point of view, actually, I missed Hayden out as well. Um, so George Tanner, Hayden Roberts, Rob Dickey, Zach Viner. I've kind of gone all, all four eights, and then actually I went a nine for Rob Dickey. Um, and I know he didn't get the clean sheet, and maybe that's where the 10 comes in. But I did think he was outstanding. But to the same extent, George was right up there as well. So it, it could be four nines, probably not, because that would be very generous. But I do think Dickey was was just that extra bit last night. Um but I loved the performances from George Tanner, Hayden Roberts, and Zach Viner. So I went three eights for them and a nine for Rob Dickey. Um, that um, that back line, Matt, has been fairly settled for the whole season, with the exception, obviously, last night of Pring dropping out, Roberts Roberts coming in, yeah. May Smith a bit, little bit earlier on in the season as well, a little bit um, in 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 between. But that familiarity between those four five players, including Max O'Leary, that's what breeds this i think it's having that 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 consistency is the word i'm looking for whereas at the top with those four the three and the one that changes more often than not it's that's a really good point patch yeah you've you've got that familiarity um so yeah no really really good point um so if you're if you're in agreement with that you too sounds good to Um, me then midfield wise um this might be slightly controversial, but I think this this is for me in the game. Um, I thought Matty James was brilliant last night. Absolutely ran the show. Um, I don't know if it was it was Adam or someone else said that he sort of conducted the play from the middle of the pitch. Um, and I thought I thought he was superb. Um, He's got that ac- thought- Matty James has got that acceleration, hasn't he? You've seen where he sort of just knocks it past. He's he, got that yeah. really dangerous over that short space. To get yeah, away from a man. It's a short space though, Patch, to be fair. Um, <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not gonna he's sorry, Matty. Um he's not a hundred meter runner, is he? But yeah, over ten yards he's lightning. Um yeah. can I just but, say on Matty yeah. James, it's quite interesting to me that we didn't mention him at all in the minutes, right? But he yeah, was so, so so instrumental in the match. He was, he, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he re- yeah. he really was. Um Joe Williams, I mean, I know we're gonna keep saying it to the end of the season, but bloody hell the way that this bloke is playing at the moment mm. um we've got to be getting a new contract sorted out for him um it has to happen and i know matty james is the same um i kind of probably on the last two performances with matty james 
Um, you know, I'm, I might be, if you if you carry on this to the end of the season, then I might look at a, another year, um, maybe with an option. Um, but certainly for me, Joe Williams. But of the two last night, I thought Matty shaded it um, because of the way that he kind of controlled it. Um, and I went a nine for Matty and, and an eight for Joe. Um, right. And that part of the reason for the nine for Matty James was as, as brilliant as I thought Rob Dickey was. Matty James was my man of the match last night. And I know he got it on Sky as well. Um, but I thought that he just, yeah, the, the, the way that he controlled the show was was superb. Yeah. Um, che- Cheesley went for Dickey as part of the head in society. It's the head in society, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Nighty, I thought his press was brilliant. Um, and it was a seven for him. I thought, I thought he, you know, he, he did really well. And similarly with TGH when he came on, um, won a number of really good challenges. There was one in the centre of the pitch was actually very Williams-esque. Um, where he kind of slid in. You're thinking if he doesn't get that, then he might be in a bit of trouble here. But he did. I thought it was a, a, another good performance from from Taylor. Um, Anis Moretti, I kind of went seven, and I don't know if that should be an eight as well, um, because I thought it was his best performance for City. Um, and actually, I gave him an eight away at Watford, I think. Um, so I'll let you two decide on that. But obviously, he had the assist. Um I thought defensively he, he he helped out a lot more last night than he's he's done recently, um, but I just kind of with all that being equal, I went a seven for for Anis. Um, yeah, it's a seven for me, Andrew. Come right. have a, have your say as well. Um, that first half, I think the lacking cutting edge bit, and yeah. and I was thinking Maybe of a few a few opportunities. Yeah, where where he he puts it where he thinks it should go. Yeah, too often and doesn't look up and think right i'm going to pick out that person um but yeah as you say it was a great great display from him last night and and him getting involved defensively as well let's not forget seven's seven's really good no, yes, yes, exactly. it's, um, it's, you know you know if six is what we expect seven yeah. shows an improvement so yeah, yeah andrew yeah I, yeah I i think it's a seven for me if i was going to be really really harsh he could have been offside for that and he does do that quite a lot where he sort of goes too far yeah, and last night I remember saying, you're miles offside, Anis, yeah. and he's expecting the ball. Yeah. Awareness yeah. of where you are on the pitch. Yeah, but I think as a as a performance, he had the ball in important areas just to one or two too many times and made the wrong decision for it to be an eight. So I guess. Yes. So, okay, good. We're in agreement. Um, Tommy Conway, I went seven. Thought Tommy put in a real shift again last night. Um didn't again really get any kind of opportunities. Um, they kind of fell to to the likes of Anis and Sam, but I thought his movement was was excellent. Sam, I went eight. I thought Sam with the goal and just his improved performance. Um, I thought he caused them real problems with his pace. Hopefully the goal will give him that extra confidence. Um, and then Harry Cornick has to be an eight. Tom, I know that you would want a 10 um, and it was a great goal. And um, yeah, he, he put in a real shift. And if that was on a, a player that hasn't been very well over the last couple of days, fair play to him for when he came on. And I don't think anybody, you know, everybody in that crowd was delighted for him last night. Mm. Um, and I made reference in, and Andrew's talked about the team as well. The way that they were with Harry Cornick after he scored shows how much Harry Cornick is liked by the rest of the squad. And Liam Manning has talked about his attitude. I think you said, Patch, um, what I've seen this morning, that's, that's his 50th appearance for the City. Yep, 50th um, club appearance for Harry Cornick. Which, yep. you know, fair, fair play um, on that front. But yeah, I, I thought the, the goal was just rewards. Um, 
and it was it was such a brilliant goal as well. So yeah, I went eight for Harry, and I'm I'm not going to penalise him for the penalty. Um, yeah, he, he 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 probably got a little bit caught out, but oh, yeah. just got excited. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, goodness me. So on that, and Liam Manning, um, I can't do anything other than a nine. Yeah. Um, because you know he, he got his tactics. I thought the way that we we didn't allow them the space to play and the press and everything. I thought I thought yeah, it was superb. Um, and I'm pretty sure that I know who's won this. So the average actually there's three. Um, the average is seven point seven seven. Uh, which Mr. Warner, oh. <laughs> you've got seven point seven seven. Yeah, <laughs> as is as is Lee Theobald. Um, and there's another one, and I need to check it. Um, I got mine. Uh, you, you're, yeah, you're all right with yours. Um, I can't think who it was. Um, might be Julian Haynes. Okay. Um, but I'll double check because they put two. He put two entries in. I'm sure. Anyone so could put, I'll, I'll, anyone could do that. Come on, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adjudication. But, um, so I'll have a look to see. Um, well, in fact, no, because it's two entries. Then, unfortunately, I think I he won, I think which one won was. before. Actually, Julian. Oh, was he? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. He did. I, I think it was Julian. I, I, I will um, have a look. But yeah, but definitely um, Lethe. Only one entries. Definitely Lethe. Bold. Um, also said seven. seven, seven. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There so, Lee, if you want to email patch. Um, in yes. the email address game three piapc at gmail.com. That's the one, yeah. Three P I A P C at gmail.com or a DM on X, uh, which is at three P I A P C. And Excellent. uh you gave Liam Manning, yeah, you did, didn't you give him a yeah, nine? Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, right. Well, you've got you've got two minutes, Matt, until you've got to run off to your first meeting of the day. Uh thank you. Looking ahead now to QPR on the field, team selection. Sykes was on the bench. Twine might be back on Saturday as well. So do you start with the same 11 or do you change something? I think you look to see how players have recovered from um, what happened last night and then look at your availability, look at how they set up. Yeah. Your thoughts, Andrew? Uh, I think he probably changes it just because of the number of games that we've had over the past few days. Yeah. Do some more yeah. tweaks yeah. based on the data of the VO2 max in their <laughs> lungs and how many strides they made last night and things like that. That's, uh, that's the way of the of the the Manning ball, as they say. So um, looking forward to Saturday, QPR come into town. If we can get three on the bounce, put ourselves right in amongst the the, the sixth place uh, fight, then uh, then fantastic. But really enjoyed it last night. Great entertainment. It's exactly what you want. You want to be entertained, and if you can win as well then all the better for it andrew fantastic debut thanks for joining us matt oh, pleasure good. as always and uh yeah and and what, any one final thing from either of you uh no not for me other than thank you to, to andrew for joining us and wishing everybody a, a good week until saturday yeah andrew uh not really i just have a prediction for saturday which is rob oh. dickie's either gonna score a screamer or got sent off that's Oh, <laughs> pleasure watch or this, pain. Watch this space. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Love I it. wonder how many. I wonder how many fake moustaches or moustaches <laughs> will be in the ground on Saturday. <laughs> oh, is that a challenge? Matt's throwing well, around the gauntlet to everybody. Me. You, you could do it. Yeah, I think Cornick <laughs> said he's going to keep the tash until we lose, didn't he? 
Yeah, so, I yeah. Like that. yeah, there's going to be loads of stick on moustaches, I think. Exactly. Now, that it, now that it's lasted two games. <laughs> yeah. Um, brilliant. Expect to see that. Right. Cheers, everyone. Thanks Great for work. listening. Thank you, everybody. Take care. Thank of you. Bye bye.